Take the money and run. We are live coming here with a brand new stir the pod podcast show i'm your host trevor and tonight we are joined by andy andy how's it going tonight what up what up and we are also joined by what jersey are you wearing down there alex alex tonight yo 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 and we are here episode 18 recap show 18 peyton manning here we at go this ep i mean where do we even begin I mean, the fact that we're actually 18 episodes in at the finale, I cannot believe it. I'm shocked. I thought we were definitely going to hit the 22 mark, but 19 episodes? Is next week the finale? finale? I think I think next week we're done. A couple reunion shows here or there. Yeah. But that's for next week. This week we had – a good old-fashioned double elimination, and then part one of the f- uh, finale. So um, what do we think, boys? What, what were our first thoughts of tonight's episode? And I'll start with Alex, his brother, Andy. Andy, what do you got for us? I, I like that. I mean, we were, we were obviously talking last week about what are they going to do for, like, the night of elimination that they were talking about. Um, and it just ended up being a quick vote, and then someone calls out someone else. No teams, everyone's fair game to get called in. I, I liked it for that reason. I think it was there's for guys and girls, maybe only two people that could have genuinely gotten voted down. Um, but I liked how they did it because it was a voting and also you gotta back yourself up. So I was happy about that. Um, actually, both people who got voted in gone. So, um, I liked how they did it and I thought it was a good overall episode, but. Yeah. Alex, here, what do you got for us? Yeah, I agree. I think there were some things about the episode that kind of like made me mad and that I didn't like, but I think it was more so on like the macro level of like a full season. Of, like, oh, we, you know, we didn't get to see like trivia, for example, because now the see the you know, we're going to the finale. And like so I think there were just like certain things that like made me kind of sour on the season as a whole. But I think for tonight's episode, episode 18, I think it was pretty entertaining. Um, you know, it's easy to divide up the episode. You know, you basically had the first half was the eliminations. Second half was starting the finale. Um, so I would say overall it was pretty solid. Um, and, I mean, at, in this era, whenever we get an episode where we're talking final challenge, that's a good thing because it takes fucking five months to get there. So I think overall it's pretty solid. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like it was pretty solid. So we got a great group in the chat tonight. We're seeing the classic Boogie Browns, OK Squids, Jesse Adams of the world. Love to see it. Uh, so let's dive right into the EP uh, recap show. Uh, first thing we got to talk about, and 
it's kind of heartbreaking because we're on what episode 18 i believe it was 16 of 18 this season but alex down goes the streak yeah the streak is broken and i think you could maybe argue that it was brought back later in the episode because the elimination winners came in first i just personally don't think that counts because the whole point of the streak is that it's the first thing of the entire episode um but yeah like you said we'll have to get our 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 crack stat department on it and find out in the season i think you were probably right like 16 of 18 but what the longest streak was i would guess it was it was around eight or nine so we'll get those guys on it yeah absolutely i i think our stat department might be a little like hung over from thanksgiving i know they've been kind of like slacking a little bit so uh, we'll have to check the the cisco ibm servers of the world and make sure they're up to date so so then we go back to the elimination room uh, floor, whatever we call it. What is it called again? The layer. Layer. I mean, these names are so stupid. Let's be real. Like, just just say, like, the room or something. Like, it's so But it's dumb. Spies, Lies, and Allies. Oh, right. Sponsored by Top Gun. God. Two. Don't Two. forget that. God, don't make me bring that up with the, the good old uh, house party. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> but rewind a little bit. Uh, we go to the elimination, and Tej is basically saying, we're not done yet. We need more people eliminated, which I bulge at. I like that. Uh, I like the surprise, the little twist, the little uh, shake-up at the end. Um, <coughs> I think I can speak for all of us, but that, did we like that? Instead of playing out another bullshit week, I'm glad we got two eliminations out of the way. Good to go, right? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, I didn't even think about it like the whole – that would have been another episode that we would have to – would have been two. Back. Two? Because it would have been one guy, one girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am ecstatic they did it this way. Yeah. Yeesh. So I think that was a huge move by production. That deserves one clap for production. <laughs> so You delayed that bad? <laughs> and that was talking production uh, MVPs for tonight. So we go back. And Tej is basically saying it's fair game. House vote, anybody can get voted in. And I like I like this. I like at the end of the game, uh, nobody's safe. Anybody can go in. So first thing that happens is Amanda gets voted in. Not really surprised there. And she gets to call in anybody. And who does she call in? Tori. So thoughts on that? Yeah. Amanda. We'll start with that. Voting in Amanda. Did we like that pick? Did we not? Anybody else? I was a little surprised with not throwing in a rookie. That's the one thing I'll say. I know Emmy has proved herself this season, but I'm just throwing that out there to start. Yeah, I think the most interesting part about it was I feel like this is one of those scenarios where the order of who votes and, like, of their actual selections really matters because basically TJ said Emmanuel, because he won the elimination that we saw last week, he gets the first pick, which is kind of like a bad thing, but he gets the first pick. And he's really torn between um, really a lot of people, but he's basically like ruled Emmy out because they're from Romania and everything. And then like he's been fucking Tori for a month or two. And then like Casey's been his partner the whole time. And then Nani is Casey's partner in real life. And so that kind of just like left him with Amanda. And so he said Amanda. And then I think it was literally like however they had, they were standing, they started with Manuel and then they went down the line from there. Um, and I think it was just like, most people 
didn't really have any connection to Amanda. They had maybe a loose connection with Tori. Um, and that was what kind of led uh, Amanda to get most of the votes. Um, so yeah, I don't, I think it was surprising that it wasn't a rookie, but then when you look at the order of how the votes fell, it kind of makes sense that it played out that way. Cause Amanda was at the bottom of the totem pole, no matter how you looked at it. What do we think about her voting in Nani or not voting in Nani? Like, I feel like that would have been a better pick than Tori, right? Tori was just a stupid emotional pick. Like, you don't do that as a, what? She's probably like an eight-year veteran at this point. Eight-year veteran, elimination before the final. Think with your head. Yeah. Like, I thought that was so stupid. She was like, oh, we got to do it. Come on down, Tori. Tori's twice her size. Yeah. Like, that, that was so dumb. I thought that was – you could have gone Nani, who is similar size to Amanda, or Emmy. And even though Emmy's a little bigger – She's also a rookie. Like, either one of those two I thought would have been better picks over Tori. Yeah, absolutely. So, then the elimination itself, Amanda versus Tori. Um, what, what was the actual name of this? I basically just call it drop a football in the middle and whoever wins, wins. Like, whoever manhandles. But was there an actual name and I just missed that? Or I think it was – I think you had it right. You just forgot the secret at the front. Secret football thing? Okay, yeah. so the secret football thing was basically a ball being dropped in the middle and then basically first person runs to it, picking it up and running to um, the bin, correct? Mm -hmm. So you look at Amanda and you look at Tori. I mean, I didn't need to know. We all knew who was going to win. I mean, they could have just given us a spark note version of the game. I mean, Tori – Bigger, stronger, faster. Amanda, weak. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what do we think about the elimination? So I, I think I want the chat to chime in here because I'm pretty sure we have seen this one once before. I think it was the first episode of War of Wars. Hunter, right? Yeah, it was like Hunter. It was when he went against Ashley. They, he obviously like didn't go up against head-to-head -head against Ashley. Yeah, I think it's when Hunter went against Ashley head-to-head. -head. So – um, but I think my, my thoughts I would be like, I like what the elimination is. I like the concept of it. I think a bad matchup like tonight really hurts it. Like, I think, I mean, you could say that for most eliminations, but I think when it's a, a closer physical matchup, it would have made it a lot better. Um, but I do think it is one of those things where like, even though Amanda got killed and we probably would have guessed that anyway, there is like always a slight chance of like, maybe the ball when it hits the ground it bounces the wrong way and amanda gets it and like is able to just like go right away to her bin so like i think it's still possible for the underdog to win in a thing like this um but i mean overall i think i liked it and you know best two out of three amanda didn't really i mean amanda fought hard you know good for her she has a kid i think we learned that tonight Wait, um yeah she has a kid uh i think i think she has a kid Corey? We'll get yeah. our staff department on that too. They're working hard tonight. Um, but I mean, overall, I would say I was, I, it was it was an okay elimination. Yeah, I mean, like we said, it was kind of an easy win. I thought, Andy, anything? Uh, no. I mean, the the game itself, I thought was awesome. Like, I love that type of game. Um, very physical. Tori tried implementing a little bit of a strategy in a sense of like throwing the ball and then going to try to run to it. I actually thought when she did that, I thought that was going to fuck her. I thought she, I thought like Amanda was going to get up and run and get it, but Tori held on to her and then did the 
Amanda backpack, as it's known around my apartment. So it ended up working out fine. But um, liked the liked the like set up the elimination, but didn't like the elimination itself. Yeah. So two zero. Tori wins. Amanda eliminated. Bye bye. Do we think Amanda will be back on another season? In chat, join in on here. I would love to see your opinion because. Oh wait, she might not be because doesn't she have a kid? Well, that's the thing. Is now like these these bozos are getting old enough where they're starting to pop out kids left and right. Same with like Kyle, for example. But you also got to keep in mind like getting a shot at a million dollars and getting like a weekly check for every time you're on is better than like waiting tables or whatever Amanda does like in real life. So like she's got to provide for that kid. So. So let me go this route with you. (laughs) Does this mean Bloodlines Two is near? Ooh, the the little with the little kids. No, with their cousins. Yes, with the little kids. No, that that's Battle of the Generations. Oh, classic mix-up. When when does that come? Like 2050, when CT is on his 30th season. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're the early favorites right now. God, what would the odds be? On that, I mean, you got to put CT one. CT kid, CT with CT like partners. Are you kidding me? That'd be all. Oh, oh, so they're partners with their yeah. parents. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think also, don't sleep. Reverse generations. Don't sleep with Johnny Bananas and hit and Papa Bananas. Elder <laughs> Banana, like ninety nine. Well, I think you have to at least give. Credit to which one of the, uh, of the younger generations already has a finale brand under their belt? Uh, Melissa. Kid? Yeah, Ooh. Melissa's kid. Yeah, oh, Melissa's kid has run, ran a final. He has, or yeah. she has, she's got it up there. She's got further than Josh. That. People forget that. <laughs> and also, don't sleep. And, I mean, at the end of the day, like, can we get Tony Reigns back on the challenge? I mean, he's got a few options. Hell, Shane, Shane could be partners with one of the kids. <laughs> That's a big alliance there. So, I mean, that alliance would be wild. Let's see what the chat is saying. Zach and his kid, don't sleep. I forgot. Zach and Jenna, completely forgot. The longest challenge couple. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm getting too much shade from the chat right now. I love all the frontliners. They're awesome. I forgot Amanda was a nurse. Amanda's been talking so much about being a mom, she hasn't talked about how she's saving lives with COVID and all that stuff, you know, body bags and everything. All right, where were we? Are we the guy's elimination Uh, No, we're about to talk. My question was to Andy while you were twiddling your thumbs or whatever the fuck you were doing. Whoa. Do we think Amanda will be back on another season? Isn't that what we just talked about? Yeah, but we kind of brought in generations and kind of was dicking around with that. But do we think she's coming back? Actually, like, she'll probably be back. They pump out like three seasons a year. I mean, the numbers are on her side. 52 weeks of BME. <laughs> um. All right, guys, elimination. I'm we going. Get- Relax, guys, oh, oh, elimination. Who gets voted? Gotta get this thing going. We got what? Edward Emmanuel. What's the guy's name? 
Manny, Manny voted in. Uh, Amano. He calls in, he calls in Devin. Um, and then TJ throws a nice 12-6 curve uh, and changes up the elimination. Which, what do we think about the changeup of the elimination? Because honestly, I am not a fan. I think, well, I don't think, see, I don't think uh, TJ, I don't think TJ ever said when he started the girls one that they were doing the same one. And I also, something that came into my mind when they were doing, like just from a production standpoint, once uh, Emmanuel gets voted in, do you think they kind of, like audible, they probably had a few different options ready, but do you think they may be audible to a puzzle because he had just done an endurance challenge and to like put him through something else that would have been a massive disadvantage to him. to like make him use his brain because he just fucking did it. He was the only person, like it wasn't like they had a girl's elimination too that night. He was the only person that also competed before. Um, And so to put him through something physical or an endurance, I feel like would be a disadvantage. So maybe, once uh, Manwall got voted in, they, they kind of switched it up quick. Not a bad, not a bad idea. Um, I don't like that, though. Like, I think that you got to stick to your gun. I think we talked about, whoa. I think we should talk about how, wasn't that done with, like, bananas or something back in the day? Like, they knew bananas couldn't win an elimination, so they were like, eh, we kind of want them here for a few more or so- something like that against Wes, maybe? I don't know. Am I, Alex? Come on, Wait, you're against West. I was thinking. I don't know. I thought it was against West with the bottle throwing or something. I don't know. Wasn't that challenge rigged or something? Like maybe wow. West didn't have enough. You know where they had to throw? They had to throw something in the squares. They had to like find the pieces. They had to find four of them. Oh, that was like two seasons ago. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I think the conspiracy theory on that was that Wes's side of the board. Just had pieces or something. Didn't have like all three. They were looking for like three pieces or three toys or whatever. And Wes's thing just didn't have all three. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if Wes just like knocked all of them down too? And like they're not in there in production. Like, sorry, sorry. We'll, we'll cut that part. <laughs> just, but um, I don't know. I was not a fan of switching up the challenge. I think I would have just given him like suck it up. This is the challenge. You're a rookie. You got to earn your stripes. And I think a good old football wrestle, whatever you want to call it, would have been a great elimination to see between those two guys. Just my thought. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely agree. It kind of reminded me of, I think it was free agents when the very last elimination was three puzzles in a row. Wasn't that the thing when it was like bananas, BC, right? Yeah. God, that was – who was the – was it – Teresa? No. Yeah, she lost. To Laurel, right? Yeah. Yeah. God. Great season. But, and I know people, and I want to skip ahead just real fast. The fact that Devin said Emmy with the greatest rookie season of all time, fuck no. Has he ever heard of Johnny Riley? Johnny Riley, free agents, greatest rookie season of all time. I'll stand by that till the day I die. Boom. Well... Dot. If Emmy wins, it doesn't matter. If Emmy beats CT in the finale, what? And she has what four elimination wins? All right, maybe, maybe she would have. 
arguably the greatest. Yes, she would. But have. that's that's she's got a a tall task ahead of her in order to get there. Yes. Well, it's almost like there needs to be a, a Mount Rushmore of elimin or of rookie performances. Doo -doo -doo. I ain't mad at that. All right. Pour some fresh meats of the world. <laughs> back back on the rails. Elimination. We had a good old fashioned puzzle, and. Again, just another puzzle this season. Not a fan. Um, calls in Devin. Three puzzles. Yeah, Devin makes the good old comeback and uh, pulls out the dub. I think, I think the main takeaway that I had, at least, from the thing we have to talk about is the whole, like, fucking crowd participation aspect of it. Because basically what happened is, is uh, Manuel gets out to a one-puzzle lead. He's doing the math one. And he screams up to Tori, like, oh, you know, this is what it is. And then Devin, you know, gets butt hurt. And he's saying, like, oh, you know, don't help him. Don't help him. But then, like, this is the thing that pissed me off the most. They were – and then in the crowd, too, Nelly and CT were like, why, why are you helping – why are you helping Manuel? Like, why are you doing that? And then once Devin gets to the fucking thing, CT is literally telling Devin exactly where to put the numbers. And I think Devin was smart enough to maybe at least have a shot at it. Um but I mean, it was just the fact that like everybody's getting mad at pretty much only Tori for like helping him. But then once Devin gets it, they all get there. And then it's just like a fucking storyline for the whole episode. And it's like either the challenge needs to like do something about this or the fucking cast members need to stop being so sensitive about it. That's my take. Yeah. I, I, are you guys a fan of during eliminations, people helping people out or no? Because I vividly remember, I think it was one of the War of the Worlds, they all blend together, where you had to put, like, challenge seasons in order. Yes. And literally, I think it was Wes. D was in the elimination, and Wes told her the yeah. exact order. She was totally clueless. I I hate the, the – and you could tell the way they organize this, and Kyle even said when they started, like, it's it's frustrating not being able to see it, like, from their perspective. But this is why they wanted to eliminate their involvement. And sure enough, and Emmanuel was the one who did it, where he told Tori, this is what the puzzle is. And then that opened a big can of worms that ended up biting him in the ass. It, it almost wants me, because I do really bulge at this format, what I'm about to say, but it does kind of suck because you have nobody there. But fresh meat eliminations. With just no, you, you don't know who's yes. coming out of that car because I bulge at that. I mean, it's the same thing over and over. And I think it's it's a really good thing that you know, especially in the past few seasons, these eliminations occur like what two, three times. So when you walk in, you know exactly what it is. If it keeps switching up, you have no idea. So, spoiler alert: it's Wes and Casey coming out of the car. <sighs> but who sent them in? Mister Beautiful. I know me and Alex, big Kenny fans. So Yeah, we've been talking about a fresh meet three for a while. All right, well, elimination, like we said, Devin, with all the bullshit crowd participation, pulls out the dub. So we got our eight remaining challengers, and we're going to a final. It's about damn time. LeBron, Trev. Um, so let's do a quick one-by-one -one of just everyone left. So for the guys we had – CT, Nelly, Devin, and Kyle. And for the girls, we have Tori, 
Casey, Nani, Emmy. So starting off with CT, uh, got to be the favorite, right? Like literally minus 5,000 at this point, Andy. 5,000 is a lot. Definitely clear-cut favorite, head and shoulders above everyone. You wouldn't do – wouldn't do. how do you want to do this? Just guys first and just do one by one or do some sort of power rankings? Well, I, I think we kind of go guys and then girls one by one and just kind of talk about like – how they got here, some of their the, some of their stats, and what we kind of think going into it. So, like starting with CT, I mean, I think that's the easiest one to do because we've been saying this since what July that like he was going to make the final, he was going to be leading the final at certain points, and he's back. Wait, in all seriousness, when did the season actually start? I think August. I think it was August. Oh my. I'm looking it up right now. But We're a couple free throws away from the Sir the Pod bet of the night, by the way. It started, oh, my God, August. Oh, that's hit. Let's go. Oh, it hit? You hit. Congratulations, boys. Four and two now for the Sir the Pod bet of the night. Congratulations. So August 11th is what I said. August 11th is when we started. This is CT's 19th season. He's made it to now. This is his 10th final. 10 out of 19. Plus, on top of that, how many seasons did he get DQ'd for? Exactly. That's that's the only way he went home back in the day. The only knock to him, and I do think his resume is incredible, and everything, but how many, what's his elimination record? It is six and five. He's six and five in eliminations, and so he's only been in 11 eliminations in 19 seasons. Yep. I mean, are you kidding me right now? Whoa. <laughs> We gotta um, we gotta come back to a, a CT Legends tour part two at some point. That's the crazy. I would love honestly just to listen back with everything, just listening to you us talk about the Legends tour because it's kind of bananas, honestly, Johnny. So next we got who's next on the list? What um, about what about Nelly? Because I feel like the other three guys are just lumped into that you know second tier. Um, this is Nelson's eighth season, and it's his second final. He's come close a few other times, but this is his second final. And if you remember, the other time was when he finished right behind CT on Invasion. Yeah, I honestly, if there's any guy I'm rooting for the hardest, it's Nelly. I like Nelly a lot. I would love to see him get a ring. Do I think it's going to happen? Right now, my... Andy Burge Sportsbook probably has it at what plus fifteen hundred for him to win. Twelve fifty. Twelve fifty. So, you know, it's uh, it's tough because I know he's not going to win, but I mean, he's just a great guy. How can how can anybody hate him? He's just Scubanelli, just being a good old fashioned goof. So. Nelly's awesome. He's awesome, and as. As much as I do want to see him win, I'm still pulling for CT because I, I think he's awesome. And for him to go back-to-back at, like, 45 years old 
would just be incredible. But Nelly T is – he's Nelly T. He's awesome. And his – in my mind, his, like, character arc throughout the challenge has just gone like this the whole time. Like, it is – he has just grown on me and I think grown on most people so much. And to top it off right now with a finale championship win, that would just be awesome. Absolutely. Alex, anything? I mean, I, I'm, I'm pulling for Nelly T. He's very easy to root for. I think, like Andy said, like, you go back to some of his real early seasons, it was easy to not like the guy. Like, mm-hmm. he was a douchebag. And, like, not saying he's not a douchebag now, but, like, in the process, he's, like, done these, like, things and he's said these comments and, like, for, you know, eight seasons or whatever. And, like, he's, you know, said words wrong. He's, like, just the, the dumbest guy we've had. Um but he's like just so funny and doing it. And I think he is also like that, like kind of turned into like an actual like good guy in the process. So I- I'm rooting for Nelly T. I'm rooting, I'm rooting for Nelly T or the next guy, Kyle. Kyle is back in a final. Um, it is his seventh season and third final. That's not a bad ratio. Um, I remember when he made the final. And I, I think, you know, obviously we've seen half of the finale, um, so it's kind of skewed now. But I remember when he made the final a couple of years ago, and I said, like, Kyle is probably not going to finish first. He's not going to beat Bananas. But, like, he's not going to get last. Even though it seems like Kyle's last on the power rankings, he always seems to, like, outkick his coverage. He always seems to, like, beat guys who are you think should beat him in challenges, eliminations, finals. So I looking at the four guys now, I think there's – no way Kyle is, is the last of the four. Yeah, I think Kyle is just one of those guys, like you kind of said, that just kind of flies under the radar and just kind of like – like he might not win, but he'll get like second. And you you kind of look back at this season and you'll be like, how the hell did Kyle get second or whatever, third or whatever like up there? So, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I'm – you know, that's the thing. Like I look at the guys' cast list – remaining and the only person i don't really care about would be devin which we'll get into like anybody else like obviously ct everybody thinks is gonna win which i do personally now i just want to win like i like another good guy like i'm fine with kyle winning like completely fine devin's the only one that's meh so what were you anything andy no i i'm with you i think let's transition that straight into devin then all right so, Devin, what do you got for us? You, you can kick us off, Adam Benatari. Don't want him to win. I, I, I just don't want him to. He's he's someone who I was growing very fond of, but he's really pissed me off this season. And I think he's getting back into his old Devin ways where he's this douchebag that thinks he's better than everyone. And he's I feel like he's always thought that he's better than everyone, but he wasn't like – overly vocal about it but now it seems like he has been like this entire season so for him to be rewarded for going back to that like douchebag mentality with a win with a championship would suck because then i think that would be him for the rest of the time he's on the show and i know we we talked about this before but why this season does everybody have the biggest ego in the world like, it makes no sense. Like, none of them has earned stripes, except CT remaining. Nobody can talk. 
at all. The only person realistically that might be able to talk, and this might sound crazy, is Emmy with four elimination wins. Anybody else, like, what are you going to say? Nani, what the fuck have you done this season? Like, how can you say anything? Devin. Wait, wait, wait. Nani's not on this season. We'll get into that. Devin, like, what has Devin done this season at all? Nobody can speak. Dot, dot, dot. Well, question for, for both of you, as we're going through this one by one, let's do a quick tally, because I thought about this when they went in the last elimination. How many of the eight remaining never saw an elimination? Two for the guys, right? Devin and... Who Devin, CT, and I don't think Nelly did. I don't, really? think, Nelson, I don't think Nelson did either. And for the girls, Casey... Nani. I don't think Nani. Wait. Is that Two right? Two of the guys have seen eliminations. Who? Devin yes. and Kyle. Oh, yeah. So oh, cool. because Devin was just in. Yeah. Gotcha. So half of the people in the finale never saw elimination. Sorry. Wait, wait. Before, it's before, half and half. Before your statement on that, though, Devin did not see anything before. Plus, he got an elimination a guy against the guy who just did a elimination literally right before that. Let's just clarify that too. It's almost like you know Chelsea in the Champions League last year, where they literally got everything handed to them. So Devin Chelsea, they got handed the Mason Mount to Kai Havertz around the keeper and then back of the net. Champions Champions of Europe one nothing. Uh, Real Madrid away? Question mark. So I, I think where I'm at with Devin is basically looking at the four guys. I'm definitely rooting for two of them over the others. I'm rooting for Nelson or Kyle. Um, I want to see some new blood get the gold, and they're both kind of they're both kind of smirky in their own way. Um, I don't want to see CT win just because I think that, and we would get into this in our recap. I think that's a bad sign for the challenge, but. I'm not like actively rooting against him. He is a legend. If he does go back to back, that's like a, obviously a fucking impressive thing. Um, so I'm kind of neutral on CT, but I am definitely rooting for Devin not to win. If CT wins this season, and I don't know how to word this because I don't want to be disrespectful, but was this whole season pointless? I mean, like, honestly. It hasn't been pointless for us because I love doing these recaps. Love having Boogie Brown, love by you, the whole crew always chiming in on the stuff. But we literally said this back in August. CT is going to win. Like, we all know this, right? Like, who's stopping this guy? Here's one positive takeaway that I have, and I, I feel like I'm alone in this aspect. But I think they've pumped out about three to five promising rookies that I would like to see back. And granted, there were like 12 of them to start or 14 or whatever ridiculous number we started this season with, 15, something like that. But either way, like we, I, I've thought there's been zero good rookies the past like three years. And like I would love to see Emmy again and Amanal and Logan because people forget he also did half of this season with a pulled hamstring. People forget that. So, like, I would love to see a lot of those rookies back. So, I think that's one positive to take away. Yeah. Alex, what do you got? Uh, I mean, I – And, I and I, like I said, 
I'm we're all team CT. Like if he wins, it's it's impressive. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's a good win, but still, like we knew this was coming. Like, yeah, I, I see what you mean. I see what both of you guys mean. Um, I think this is going to be a, an incredibly interesting season recap in a few weeks, where it's just like, especially if CT wins, because then like we're gonna not even really care about the results. We're going to fucking talk about all these rookies and like, we're going to have so many like, Oh, this person was on this season. Like it's just going to be all over the place. But um, that's part of why I'm rooting just for someone to get like fucking someone new to get a gold medal. Absolutely. Um, Before we talk about females, I just want to say people honestly do forget Andy that Anissa was on this season. No, she wasn't. The last I mean, time we saw Anissa, she was hanging from a pole like a pig. Is there any diagrams nearby or <laughs> something? <laughs> any dog toys? But back to what we were saying. Let's go to the females. Uh, the remaining four that we got, let's start with uh, – Wait, time out, time out. Before we go females, the chat just mentioned this. I, I really want to see Ed back. Ed from the circle, was he a rookie this season? Yes. Jesus Christ. But you, we do have to make mention, if we're talking about Ed for a hot sack, me and Andy were all team Ed to begin the season. From the beginning. From the beginning. I love the move. You know, when he came in, hey, guys, I'm here. Like, nobody knows who he is. I mean, she know that Smirk City. <laughs> like, I think Bananas had a podcast where he's like, honestly, like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, just walking in. So Smirk. But let that be known for next season. If Ed does come back, me and Andy, we're team Ed till we die. I know Alex was always, oh, he's so annoying. Oh, Ed from the circle. Oh, all this stuff. So, let me just remind you guys that right now. If you just want to screen record that or whatever, Alex was not for Ed. So we'll just leave it at that. So female time. Let's talk about Tori to start it off. What did we think about Tori this season? Alex, what do you got for us? I think Tori, this was a very impressive season from Tori from the standpoint of, uh, so she's done six challenges now, three finals, and I feel like her whole career is kind of like. Well, don't sleep on the four hookups too this season. It's pretty Oh, at least, at least. And we'll get into that in a sec. Um, But her career started with, you know, a, a finale, getting a third place on Dirty 30. And so instantly you saw like, okay, this rookie has potential. Um, and then from there, it's just kind of been like a big back and forth. Uh, last season, she didn't last super long. The season before that, she went home kind of early too. Um, she was basically in that, just kind of go, like the roller coaster ride. And so I think this season was a big like prove it season. Like, are you actually like, we know you're like not a bad competitor, but like actually do something, especially with, you know, a dozen plus like rookies um, and she just kind of did it. And she did a really good job of just kind of knowing when to make moves, knowing when to fly under the radar. Obviously, you know, the big vet Alliance was a big thing, but like tonight she had to prove it and it was an elimination that she should have won, but like she did, she clocked in and did work. And I think this is just a very impressive season from Tori. It's a season where, she should have made the final, but if you would have told us that like she didn't make the final, she lost some crazy elimination, I don't think it would have been super surprising because she's done that before. And so I think good on her for, for doing it and making it this far. 
Yeah, she absolutely. has a great shot, great shot still at winning. Andy, anything on Tori real fast? Boss? I, I'd like to see her win. I think the only person that I would <laughs> – I've got two girls that I'd like to see win, and Tori is one of them, probably my number one that I'm that I'm pulling for. Um because I think she's good. I think it'd be I think she deserves it for how she's done this season and in seasons past. Um, but I do think the second person that I would go for, and we could use this as a way to transition into this person, is uh the alien. Whoa, I did not see that coming, but in Terrazante. It would be such a great way to top off what's already been a very, very impressive rookie season. And I like her. Like at first her little her little spiel of Mr. TJ and all that stuff. Like I thought it was so annoying, but it actually kind of grew on me. And Emmy grew on me in general. So I'd really like to see her pull off a win. Um yeah, I'm I'm all for uh Emmy, I, I think she deserves it. Like I said, four eliminations when you have some people not going in at all. Um, I don't know. Just just not a fan. Uh, Alex, anything on Emmy? No, I mean, I, I think it would be a great, a really great storyline if she won it all. Um, either way, I think she's obviously shown that she's a, a great competitor, 4-0. Um, <laughs> um, and so if she does win, I mean, if she does win, it would almost be like, it would remind me of Turbo, of this like foreign person coming in when there's a ton of rookies and just like being like really fucking crazy from the start and like pulling off a title right away. Um, I, I think we'll see Emmy back. She's also, fun fact, the youngest person on this cast. CT is the oldest. Um, oh, young. I think she's like 23, but that's that's an alien years. Uh, I think I think Emmy has had a tremendous season, and you know it's already kind of written itself. But hopefully, I would not be mad if she won this season. I guess. I, I need the translation. What alien years to human years? Is that like dog years or? Oh, you're gonna have to ask Amy. I don't know. <laughs> All right, sounds good. So let's move into our next person, and we'll kind of tag team them together because there are a couple. <laughs> we got Nani and Casey. What do we got for these two? Honestly, so, I'm not a fan of Casey. I just think. I'm not a fan of Big Brother in general. So, like, their whole move this season, just not a fan. Nani, you know, I, I wouldn't mind her winning either. I think that'd be – if she wins the season, I feel like that'd be the smirkiest thing of all time. Like, it would just be like, what the fuck is that? Like, it was almost like – it's almost like those years – I'm trying to think. Who would be the best example? It would almost be like the, like the Kansas City Royals winning the World Series in 2015 or whatever. Like – like, what the fuck happened that year in MLB or whatever? Like, it's just so completely random. Where are the Giants that year? Where are the Red Sox? Where are the Dodgers? You know, whatever. How the hell did she win? So, I wouldn't mind her winning, but, like, at the end of the day, she doesn't deserve it. She's probably smoking cigs before the final, probably during the final, too. So, Yeah, I, I, I dislike I – dis, I don't dislike Nani as much. I really don't like Casey. And I think Nani mentioned it, not this episode, but last episode. I don't know how anyone in their right mind 
could think that Casey is a humble person on this show. She literally thinks she is the she is the female Fezzy. Like, how does she probably has she probably doesn't have socks, but she's got something that Nani wears that has her face on it. Like, I I just don't get it. She's not humble. I, I really really don't want her to win. I think Nani has about a zero percent chance to win. Casey at least can, but I would really not like to see Casey bring it home. I do have to love the chat because they're like they kind of want Nani to win so she can retire with Leroy, which not a bad idea. Yeah, so, I think. Yeah, uh, I think at the end of the day too, what we also have to look at with Dabu in his statement. How the fuck has Nani gone back-to-back finals? Like, what the hell? Like I said, Kansas City Royals, like, what is going on? Yeah, I mean, I mean that that is a, a great analogy. I think Casey and Nani, it's kind of like it runs all ends of every spectrum because, like, Casey, for example, it's like it's almost, like, disappointing in a way that Casey is so boring. Because she's made, she's done three seasons and she's made three finals, which is like something that's like a fucking impressive feat, especially in this era of the challenge. But she's just like, she's like, what does she bring to the fucking show aside from that? Like, there's nothing. She's not entertaining. Um, she's not funny. The best use that we've gotten from her is her like repeating the challenge rules of the daily mission to us. And like even that, they've kind of trained, they've kind of had their done their season with that. They're transitioning that away from her. Um, it's like she really just brings nothing to the table. And even like this season, she didn't, and it's not her, her fault or anything, but like she didn't go into elimination. She just kind of hung out in the background. It's not like she racked up a few elimination wins. And so I, I'm not really interested in seeing Casey win. Nani, like you said, I think would be just the classic, like if she, if she wins and you look back five seasons from now and you're like, wait a minute, like what the fuck is this? Like I'm looking at, I'm looking at like Ginny and Ashley and Laurel and Emily. And then there's like a Nani in there. Like that must be like some sort of Camilla disqualification or something. Um, But to see like Nani win it all would just be wild. But at the same time, you know, good for her for kind of like patting her resume on the back nine. Um, you know, she kind of came back and she's just been, you know, uh, riding everybody's coattails. She found Casey. Uh, so, I mean, good for her. I, we've all kind of been fans of her since she was, you know, a, a young Nani back in the day. So I think, you know, Casey's a favorite, I'm not really like excited for her. Nani's just the veteran that everybody kind of likes, but you just know there's no shot. Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, should we go back to the EP and talk about the finale part one? Let's do it. So final challenge uh, starts out with the puzzle. What else is new? Uh, And it leads into a run. uh, And you're basically running to a spot to get to the chopper. So what do we think about this beginning? You know, starting off with the puzzle, the finale, and – running to the chopper. I mean, here's my biggest frustration, and it happens in a lot of finale. It happens in, like, every finale, but they obviously did the choppas in pairs of two, but, like, it's it was a little annoying that, like, CT would be first, and regardless of the difference between first and second, those two are on level on a level playing field. And that I happens agree. in every finale, 
But it's like, and, and CT did it. He like after he got done with the puzzle, he was like sprinting to the helicopter. Like, why why not just jaw? You know what I mean? Well, if you know that you're gonna be with whoever's behind you, you might as well just take a load off. I I, I agree. It's almost like they should just like spend the extra money on you know helicopters instead of all these other gadgets like i mean like do we really need later on like them holding on to those stupid things from earlier in the season and the little jet ski how about just making them swim like half a mile or whatever or you know going on a kayak which is how much you know saving so much money so i think the question you know we should be asking ourselves with just everything about uh the finale is just who's paying for this shit like we need just Give us helicopters, give us the timing, just erase everything and make it a fair thing. Because like Andy says, like, it's just not fair to CT. There's no time, there's no anything. And I think that's the biggest miss production has this season and every other season is it's not fair. Alex, anything. Did this, did tonight's episode, and not to jump around too much, but did tonight's episode set a record for number of different puzzles in an episode ridiculous we had this one we had the one later in the final challenge we had the one in the elimination you can make a case that that was three separate puzzles it was just like it was too much and i know we complain about it a lot but like why not just like start it with a run make the run longer make them test their endurance more before they like get to any sort of checkpoint um it was just it it annoyed me but i think ultimately the results of the first leg were not too surprising i mean we can kind of transition into that like ct is fucking leading the pack and tori's the first girl i don't think that's too surprising either um so i mean i mean the first part of it was just kind of ho-hum i think it was just a classic way to start a final in 2021 of the challenge yeah absolutely and i'll jump around but i don't want to jump around too much because some people might be upset about that but um (laughs) just Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Weak. Disappointed Alex and Andy missed the joke, but we'll... Uh, what was the joke? What? God. Jump around? Question mark? Like the song? Shut yeah. up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Who plays That's it? That's fucked up. That's <laughs> fucked up. God, you guys so delayed. Is the delay really that bad? I'm out. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Smirk. So... And I saw it in the chat, and I was about to say something. They're not individually timing these people, which is uh, – oh, we lost Andy. Uh, he's just completely gone. They're not individually timing these people, which make no sense at all because CT can just wait at that. Let's, let's say CT finishes you know, 20 minutes before everyone. That time doesn't mean anything. So good to have you back, Andy. Watch it. <laughs> Did you just leave and come back? Yes. God. So – I've got I do have one question about the first puzzle. So Casey was obviously last. There's no chance she finished that puzzle. Did was I the only one who picked up on that? That she didn't finish the puzzle? The way Casey wasn't last. Nani was. No, Casey was. Of of the map of the United States. Sorry, I'm I'm thinking puzzle two. Sorry. I'm thinking puzzle two. I, I jumped the gun. All these puzzles are just making me yeah. puzzle. So, yes, they they run in the chopper. They're in the chopper. They jump out with their partners. They're basically getting on a scuba thing for no fucking reason, and they're going to the next 
little run, which is what, like up some rocket, I was going to say rockets, up some rocks through the mountains for probably a half a mile run to another puzzle. What else is new? Uh, first person to finish, uh, CT, first person. Uh, no, Devin, excuse me. Sorry, Devin was the first person to finish the puzzle. So what do we think about that? I think he, he also joined the race, was like the seventh person too. So kind of impressive going from first uh, in that time frame. So anything on that? Yeah, I think we're starting to now get lost in the sauce of all the puzzles. Um, I know. I think t- my two main takeaways would be, I think the act- the part when they were in the water and like riding those little sea-do things, that actually looked really fucking fun. When they were like going to each checkpoint and grabbing the puzzle pieces, but like still above water, so they weren't swimming, that looked really fun. And then also, how about I think this was this is puzzle one. How about one of the very first confessionals as they were doing it was Nani saying like, "Oh, CT left, and his puzzle's right next to me. I'm just gonna like look at his." And then she's in last place. Like, how stupid can you be? God, it's almost like one of those like. It's almost like one of those Mario Party uh, mini games, like you know when you close the blinds or whatever the the thing, so you're just looking at the person next to you as 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 long as possible, and then you just compl- the first person forgets to close him, so you're just literally copying it. Smirk. So Devin finishes first puzzle two. Um, one side note with CT finishing second. Did you see the way he kind of just threw his thing down? I thought he was gonna break the puzzle. He kind of just was like, sounded pissed. So he came in second. Um, Honestly, I don't know the order too well. Devin was first, CT second. I think Tori was third and Emmy was fourth. Yeah, that's the order. So then you got that for. Well, so and and let's touch on that for a second. That was huge for Emmy because she, she was in that second tier of the like waves, like CT. And Devin and Tori were always like relatively towards the front of everything. Emmy saved her result by finishing fourth here because <laughs> she was the fourth person in that team. So good for her because she might have just saved her entire chances at, at winning this thing. Yeah, that that was pretty impressive. I'm not gonna lie. Finishing fourth there. Um, do you think? Let's say the first four people would have been females. Um, do you think how, how do you think the teams because they got you know two two it was completely fine if it was three one or four zero oh, do you think they would have uh, what do you think they would have done well they they said as a rule each color had to have two guys and two oh girls. they did say that oh I yeah. completely missed that My yeah but I I think I think the way the order of the eight people played out kind of made it like less interesting for like us to talk about because it was the first four chosen, the first four chose the next or the next four chose the next team. Because like, you think about it one by one, Devin makes it first. doesn't matter what side he picks. CT basically has the decision of, do you want to work with Devin or the, one of the two other guys? And I think in CT's mind, he, it doesn't really matter to him. Like he's that good. But if you can go with someone who maybe knows a puzzle just like CT does, go with him. And then the girls get there next, and of course they're going to go with them because they know the two other guys are Kyle and Nelson. Yeah. So the next two people are girls, and then the teams just kind of fill in like that. Yeah. I also love – I think it was I think it was CT. He's like, don't step on the orange platform. Don't step on the orange <laughs> platform just in case. Kind of smart. So then the other team, the, the losers, the island of – 
Misfit Toys, we got Kyle, Nelson, Nani, and Casey. So kind of an interesting team there. So thoughts going forward, we basically have those two teams battling it out, it seems like. Uh, I'm kind of surprised. I thought this was going to be a free agents final. So it's looking like a team final right now. Do we think this changes? I no, think it definitely, so. it definitely changes. Okay. Well, TJ, TJ wasn't TJ's last thing that he said was you guys are in teams until I tell you that you're not. Yes. Okay. So. And, and then I think in in the previews or one of the other things, it basically I think one team of four, and maybe there's like some switching and eliminations or whatnot, but I think at some point half of the cast is getting eliminated. Like one of the teams is getting is getting yes. cut. Two people, I think two people are getting cut. Whoever the losing team is, it looked like those four go into 2v2 eliminations and the losers get sent home. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. So looking forward, positive, negative, minuses, horrible, good, bad, ugly. What are we thinking? Well, if you would have said that this final, everyone starts on on a flat surface – and TJ points up to the mountain and says, that's where the finish line is. And it's going to be riddled with puzzles throughout. That could have been spies, lies, and allies, or any final, I think, ever. So we're at this point, we're just pretty much on track. Like, this is just what the finals are. It's, it's a beast for them to go through. It's a beast for us to go through, too, because it's the same damn thing every time. So... I think uh, I think we're we're chugging along. It's just a matter of what curveballs are along the way, and if someone's going to have the chance to take the money and run or what. You think that would be an option? I mean, do never know. So, do we know? In the chat can chime in, but absolutely no spoilers here. Do we know for sure if it's one winner? Or is it one guy winner, one girl winner? The way they were talking tonight, or at least like formatting the the finale, made it seem like it's only one winner. But I've always been thinking that they're gonna do one guy, one girl. I still think that. Um, again, don't spoil it. But I feel like the main takeaway is that TJ hasn't said definitively either way, right? No, I I don't think. But- there is a format that we know of yet. So, and I, I, I think one of the things you know in this past few seasons, the challenge that we, and definitely like me personally, I, one of the things I hate about this season is just like the format of like constant team switching and like you're no, you know, you're on this team and then you have pair switching and all that. Through the course of a season, I think that sucks. It makes it so much harder to follow. You don't know who's with who. But in a weird opposite way, like it makes the final much more interesting because like you were used to in the past having, for example, you know, three teams that are one guy, one girl just run the final. But now it's like, you know, you have right now we have two teams of four. They might go against each other in an elimination and then they're, you know, maybe making smaller teams and it's like this leg or individual. So I think in the course of a season, I don't like all that switching, but in a final, I kind of like it. Yeah. Andy, anything before we get into uh, our segments tonight? No, I, I think it's going to be a whole lot of question marks and curveballs coming up for us. And uh, I, I do I, – I think it's kind of safe to say, even though, like, we obviously have our favorites, It's it seems like it could genuinely be anyone's final at this point. 
except C T. I know. It, gr- granted, if, if you were to ask me if I think C T or Nani's going to win, it's a no brainer. But based on the fact that they're now in teams of four, that that could be a huge monkey wrench into everyone's odds. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a world in which like CT's team loses the next leg and he goes against Devin in a puzzle and Devin wins the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Like in, in in like the way they're structuring all of this, uh, I think yeah, I think anything's possible. CT's definitely still the favorite, but I think it could go any direction. Yeah, you you good over there? I'm, what do you mean? See, like you got another visitor or something. I don't, I don't know. So let's go into some segments tonight. First segment we got tonight is this day in challenge history. So Alex, what do you got for us? Yeah, this day in challenge history. Um, I'm just going to shut up and play the audio here for a second. We kind of touched on it last week. Uh, but this day, 11 years ago, we had this. kid's a monster and it's gonna take everything that i've got to weather his storm i don't care who it is i'm just going straight for the barrel get this party going all right boys keep it clean you ready I mean, honestly, should we just go into our next segment? Because there's really, I mean, we we don't really need to say anything about it. I mean, one of the most iconic challenge moments of all time. So should we just leave it at that and just go right into MVP, LVP? Just, just give out a one clap for that, and that's about it. Three, two, one. one wait, one question. Is there any way we could devote – an entire off-season podcast to that one moment. I mean, probably. I think so. I think we could break it down into. We could make like thirty minutes of a recap of like the build-up to it, and then just like all the fallout from it. I would love to see if we could find that barrel today. Let's see how I think she CT ate it. God, he's scary. So, all right, let's go into our last segment of tonight. We got MVP, LVP time. You guys know what to do. Send us in the chat the order that you guys want. First message that we see appear will be the MVP, LVP order. Um, I'm feeling like it's going to go Alex, Trev, Andy is my guess. I feel like I always fucking go first for MVP. God, sounds like you like always go first for MVP. 
Who do we got? Who do this we is got? our second to last one of the season. It's kind, kind of, of crazy. Emotional. Kind of crazy. Dot, dot, dot. God. Next week, last episode, we got uh, what else? God, Jesse Adams. Damn you, Trev. Tough. So Jesse Adams writing in MVP, LVP. First one, we got Alex, Andy, Trev. Wait, did I say that? Did I say that? I, I thought you said Alex, Trev, Andy. Oh, is that what I said? Okay. We'll check the tapes. We'll check the tapes. We'll, we'll get the stat department on that. Beep, boop, boop. Beep, boop, beep. All right. Alex, first pick, who do you got? Uh, I'm going MVP for tonight's episode is Tori. Ooh. She had, uh, you know, in the first half of the episode, she was one of two people to win an elimination, and she did it in a, a manner where, you know, she got called in. She had to prove herself. She kind of carried Amanda around like a purse, and she won it. She won 2-0. Uh, she should have won it, but, like, good for her for, for sticking through. And then so far in the, fin- in the final challenge, she's done well. I mean, she's on – I would say the more stacked team with a rookie girl, if she ever has to go against her. So I just think Tori has really good odds for the future. And tonight, I think it was just a, a very well-rounded performance. She lost Walmart Jordan, but aside from that, I think a really good night for her. Good pick. Andy, who you got for us? Good pick. And I'm going to take a lot of those reasonings and adhere them to my MVP pick, Devin. Devin, Got called down in elimination, backed it up. Didn't toss Amano around like a rag doll, but still pulled it out. Got the dub at a – like literally the you do not want to go home now moment. And he proved himself, went into the finale, was a little bit behind to start, but overcame all of that. Is on a great team. The only difference between your logic and mine for Devin – is if Devin has to go in elimination against CT, he is in big trouble. But he's on a stacked team. He did well this episode, and I think he's in a pretty good spot to have a shot at winning the final. Great pick. Great pick. pick. My MVP tonight is somebody we hinted at, and kind of going off the exact same reasoning as both of these clowns, I'm going Emmy. I think Emmy, I thought she would be tossed into elimination being the last, being a rookie. Skates by. Four eliminations also. I know it's supposed to be per episode. I get it. But still, hell of a rookie season. And on top of that, she's on one of the most stacked teams, almost guaranteeing her place as being one of the top two girls. Or top three, excuse me, if they do do the elimination we're talking about. So I got to go Emmy. I think Emmy... Getting to this point, if you would ask me back in August if this alien had a chance, I would say hell no. She would be back on Pluto before then, but here we are. So props to her uh, and my MVP's Emmy, the alien. Uh, my LVP tonight, I think it's a pretty easy pick. Um, I think I've given this twice this year already just because it's so annoying and they've hyped this up so much. I'm sorry, Andy, but I'm going with puzzles. I mean, it's just it's just so annoying. The amount of puzzles that we've had this season, and to top it all off, in the finale part one, you put literally two, 
it's just like or three excuse me three puzzles it's just like come on what what are we doing here in production like you really need to save that that much money so off on another statement but my lvp tonight is puzzles great pick i mean that was that was teed up but well done well done almost like um, iron Bull seven my my LVP pick for tonight is going to be Aman Adal. So, <laughs> Emmanuel shot himself in the foot tonight. He, first off, lost at the time where you do not want to go home now. He lost. And the reason, one of the reasons that he lost is because he tried to solicit help from the crowd. He still wasn't able to figure it out with enough time hello to win it and then by the time he got to that third puzzle Devin was done with the second so essentially he turned Devin's three puzzles into two because he was just trying to work through his maths so he ended up being the in my mind he was the reason he got sent home tonight wow good pick Alex finishing us off what do we got? There's a lot of LVPs. I mean, so a lot of different directions. You could go Nelly for the spot he's in. You could go Devin for just being a bitch. You could literally go the IU Hoosiers. There's a lot of different directions. So all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with production. And I don't really have a strong reason why. The main point is that there's just something weird about this episode that I don't feel comfortable about. And just like the whole season, um, I feel like they've missed some opportunities. And, uh, you know, just the way they like structure the final starting and all the swip swapping that we've had for 18 months, a long ass season. And it's something that I know we've, we've given our, LVP to production a few times in the past. We had the leaderboard on that. Um, a few MVPs, but I just think overall, like LVP is production. I think they've just kind of screwed. Maybe it's more of a, a season recap pick that I'm giving right now, but I just think they've screwed so many things this season um, that I'm going to give them my pick tonight for production. I mean, always a solid LVP, even though we started off the episode with a one clap MVP for him, but good pick. Things change. God. So, anything else before we wrap this baby up? Anything? Lasting remarks? All good. Andy's good. Alex good. I mean, there's there's light at the end of the tunnel. We're, we're all almost there, folks. And we're almost there. We're all three going to be back here next week to recap it all. I think so. We're getting Buckle there. Up. Buckle Strap up. Now is not the time to go home. Now's not the time to quit. Now's the time where you go pedal to the metal all in. You do not want to go home right now. And um, little housekeeping note, I've been seeing a few DMs and tweets at us, uh, YouTube comments once these get posted. Uh, I do think, I know me and Alex are really big on the Challenge All-Stars Season 2. Um, I know Andy's really not a fan of it, but – I think we'll get a few recaps in. Maybe it'll be like a episode one through three and then like a four, five, six recap show. Uh, but we, we will get something out there for you guys. If you guys want it, we'll do it. And Alex, how much does it cost? 
All Stars is completely free. Well, it, oh, it, no, that's fine. Not, not, not Paramount, but our podcasts are completely free, which we will be live on Wednesday nights for. So, again, thank you guys for a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I've been your host, Trevor. You can follow us on Twitter at Stir the Pod. You can also follow us on Instagram at Stir underscore the underscore pod. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Shout out, Duffy. <gasps> Bye-bye. Love you guys. Thank you.